Almost Famous with John Shea. Featuring local and independent musicians from the South Shore, Boston, and New England. On 95.9 WATD. Welcome to the almost famous Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England every Tuesday, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. I'm John Shea. If you're a local band or musician with original music and you'd like to hear that on the radio, all you have to do is reach out, find all the contact information on the almost famous page at 95.9WATD.com. Give me a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Almost Famous Radio and subscribe to the podcast. Find that by searching Almost Famous WATD wherever you get your podcasts or head over to almostfamousradio.com. And tonight we're being joined on the tiny stage by singer-songwriter Stephanie James. How you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm fantastic. Welcome. Thanks so much for having me. So for those who might not be familiar with you, give yourself an introduction. Well, I grew up on the North Shore and I'm an artist here in Boston and I'm really excited to be here. I'm with uh, my good friend Alex Olson. He's going to play keys with me. Alex, how you doing? I'm good. I'm excited to be here too. Yeah, good to have you guys here. So before we get too much further, share with us any of your online information so people can follow along at home tonight. Great. Just look up Stephanie James and you'll find me on Spotify, Instagram, TikTok, anywhere where you stream music. And then my website is stephaniejamesmusic.com and Stephanie's spelled with a PH. Great. And you've got a bunch of music out on the, uh, the streaming services. Talk about what's out there. I do. My album Unbreakable is there. And I'm really excited to be releasing a bunch of new singles and an EP this year. So stay tuned in the coming weeks for that. Fantastic. Well, let's get the night started off with some music. What are we starting the show off with tonight? We're going to start off with a, a new one. It's called Just Like Me. Let's hear it. We have Stephanie James live on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. It's all yours. He's treating you better I hope you're working it out I hope he's taking the time To remind you you're all he ever thinks about I hope you know he's not selfish I hope he picks up the phone I hope you learn from my heart at the start Sometimes he needs to be alone None of my business I still remember the kisses I'm just looking out But I'm sure it's different now Can't help speaking out When you look like me I'm sure it's better now When the lights go down Do you taste like me? Will you show your doubts In those big brown eyes Will you cry like Just his type, will he make it right? Cause you're just like me, just like me. Hope he remembers your birthday. I hope he's writing it down. I hope he buys you roses and knows what you like by the time it comes around. He gets along with your father. Hits it off with your friends And if you don't feel like it's real You don't have to pretend Oh, I know it's none of my 
business I still remember the kisses I'm just looking at But I'm sure it's different now Can't help speaking out when you look like me I'm sure it's better now When the lights go down Do you taste like me? Will you show your doubts in those big brown eyes? Will you cry like me? This type will he make it right? Cause just like me, just like me. Just like me. With your long dark hair and your love sick stare, you're just like me. You're in his head, you're in his bed. Just like me I'm sure it's different now Can't help speaking now When you look like me I'm sure it's better now When the lights go down Do you taste like me? Will you show your doubts In those big brown eyes? Will you cry like me? You're just his type Will he make it right? Cause you're just like me I can already tell it's going to be a great night. Stephanie James, live on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. Great job on that. Thank you so much. Talk about how that song happened. Oh, gosh. I wrote this song with a good friend of mine, Noah Lubert, who's a great songwriter down in Nashville. And I saw a picture on Instagram of my ex-boyfriend posting this photo with this girl and like she was holding flowers in the picture. And I thought back to our relationship about how he never got me flowers. And so I just was kind of complaining at the kitchen table with my friend, like, this is so stupid, like, blah, 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 this is so annoying. And then we kind of wrote the song from there. And she looked a lot like me. So that's the whole point of like, just like me. (laughs) So I usually wait till later on the show to ask this question, but I might as well throw it out to you now. When you write a song about somebody, especially a guy, an ex-boyfriend, do they know the song's about them? I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> Can I mean, they guess? I, I mean, maybe if they still pay attention to what's going on in my life, but... I'm sure they do. <laughs> maybe. They're quiet about it, though. Well, let's go back in time. Talk about when music first became part of your life. You know, I was always singing when I was a little kid, and my grandparents used to babysit me a lot, and I was always singing in their house, and we kind of joked that during family dinner, I used to stand on the fireplace, you know, like the raised stoop. That was my stage back in the day during family dinner. And then I started taking voice lessons and singing in school and singing around, you know, where I grew up and started writing songs and and had a band in college. And and here we are. So it's great. So the videos exist of those fireplace performances from back in the day? Probably on an old fashioned, you know, VHS tape (laughs) somewhere. When did music go from just being a hobby to being a career? I would say in high school, I started to really take things seriously. I actually had a pivotal moment. I remember performing. I don't know if anyone's familiar out there, the listeners with the Danvers fireworks for 4th of July. They had a really big stage and thousands of people would go. And so I was invited to sing a bunch of songs. And then 
I got off the stage actually and I was crying and I was like, you know, I, my mom, I greeted my mom and I was hugging her and I was like, mom, like this, this is what I want to be doing. This is it. And then after that, you know, I started applying to music schools and taking it really seriously from then on. So take us to Berkeley. How did Berkeley affect your career? Oh, gosh. You know, I am so grateful, you know, mostly at Berkeley for all the people that I met. I met Alex there, of course. There's nothing like that energy of community of being around people who all want to change the world and, and make a difference and share their music and their art. And that creative energy was really difficult at times, you know, because of the comparison to others. But at the same time, like it was such an amazing experience to like meet all these people from all over the world after, you know, coming from a small city growing up and, you know, not really having many opportunities. What do you think is the biggest lesson you learned from Berkeley? Hmm, that's a tough one. <laughs> You know, what comes to mind first is that we had to take so many classes and then we also played in bands and we also had a social life and we were also navigating the city of Boston. And I think I learned that I couldn't give everything 100 percent and to understand, you know, what's important for me? What am I good at? What am I not good at? And how do I want to spend my time and, and what part of music brings me joy, you know, and, and opposed to what makes me look cool or feel feed my ego? If there's somebody in high school listening right now considering taking their education into music, what would you say to them? What advice would you give? I would say you don't necessarily need to go to college for music, but I would say do what you love and surround yourself with people who also believe in your work and are kind to you and you're kind to them and you build your community together because that's really important to have that support system, but also make music with people you love. If I didn't like the people I made music with, it would really suck. Let's continue with the music. What are we listening to next? We've got a couple new ones. So if you're if people are listening, they're getting a you know a little sneak peek. This one's called Malibu. I, Very I cool. wrote, wrote this when I was living in LA. I heard this in Soundcheck. It sounds amazing. Let's hear it. We have Stephanie James and Alex on keys on the tiny stage, ninety-five nine W A T D. It's all yours. I wanna make out Malibu. Nobody knows me, they're just you You put your hands in my hair Feet in the sand I could get used to this I wanna stop dreaming of fantasies Not worry about the tide Sun on your face, crash of the waves I could get used to this But you live three fantasies cause I'm mixing up love with the truth wish we could have our fun and I wouldn't feel a thing but I'm not good at this and you're so good to me no one would believe it but I'll keep God in my heart so then we're even and I try to get attached but then I need it I don't want to dive right in without your feelings damn you oxytocin we keep 
at the ocean, it's more than I was hoping it'll disappear so fast. Damn you, oxytocin, we keep getting closer, but I don't think this will last. Wow, look at the ocean, it's more than I was hoping it'll disappear so fast. But you live 3,000 miles away, and you have a kid and your life's so damn complicated. I try to change my Incredible. Stephanie James live on the tiny stage tonight. 95.9 WATD. Tell us more about that song. You know, I think the words are enough. <laughs> okay. Understood. You can ask me about another song. Very deep. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Is that going to be part of a bigger project someday? Yes, I have this one recorded. So this will be one of the singles that I'll be releasing in the, the coming months here. Nice. And the best place to learn about what's coming up is where? On my website, stephaniejamesmusic.com. And if you want to follow me on any social media, I post really not funny TikToks. It's uh, Stephanie James <laughs> wherever you go. Facebook, Instagram. TikTok while it lasts. Exactly. Yeah, while it lasts. I know. <laughs> They're not going to get rid of it. They can't. They don't want us to organize. That's why. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get political on the podcast? Sure. Why not? <laughs> Seize the TikTok. Seize the TikTok. Exactly. <laughs> So once you started playing music professionally, how did you find your place and even your voice here in the Boston music community? You know, I think I'm still discovering that. I'm really, you know, lucky that I work with a lot of songwriters and a band that I I really love working with and, you know, engineers and and such. So I've been singing for a long time. So I, you know, I did a lot of singing at bars and and clubs in, in Boston. And now I'm just focusing on my original music and all the writing. So take us back to some of those early music performances in your life. What stands out? Well, when I was in you know middle school, I had a vocal coach who actually had a lot of wedding bands, and I would get to sing with them in their band for some events, which was really fun. And one really pivotal moment, I remember the homeless veteran shelter down in Boston. They had a, a Christmas party fundraiser for the veterans, and I used to go with that vocal coach to sing there. I had some really, really special moments where I realized how beautiful and powerful music is and just like that magic. I was singing God Bless America and I actually started crying because I was so moved by, you know, the whole situation. And then they all started standing up and singing along. And I'm like, this is what this is all about. This this music thing here. So I return to that moment often when I'm, you know, dreading making an Instagram post or I'm sitting at my piano and I feel like, oh, what am I going to write? I just remember that, like the joy of connecting with people from the stage and the audience is what really makes me happy and, and full of joy. So kind of along those same lines, when you, pre-Berkeley, but still when you were geeking around like in high school and stuff like that, what did you learn from those early years that kind of helped you later in life? I think I learned to really focus on my technique and the skills and mastering a lot of breathing and, and all that and, and gaining performance skills because that was mainly the focus back then. 
This is the Tiny Stage Hour. We're live in studio tonight with singer-songwriter Stephanie James. We're up to our first break of this hour, but stick around. We have a lot more heading your way next, more songs to share, and a lot more stories to tell. Right here at 95.9 WATD, it's Almost Famous. Hey, everyone, it's Miley Cyrus. Hi, this is Robbie Krieger from The Doors. Hey, hey, this is Lady Gaga. There are a lot of creators in the world today. Hi, this is Harry Styles. Hey, what's up? This is Avril Lavigne. But how do the creators you know learn about the creators from the underground? This is Brian Sansis. I'm Lainey Dion. We're Stormstress. Introducing Underground's Best Worldwide. Run by Cape Cod's Allie Jason. Underground's Best? Underground's Best. Underscore Underground's. Underscore Best. Follow on Instagram today. And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage Hour 95.9 WATD. I'm John Shea, introducing you to independent band musicians from across New England every Tuesday, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. Give me a follow tonight on Facebook and Instagram at Almost Famous Radio. And subscribe to the podcast. You can find that by searching Almost Famous WATD on your favorite podcast app. I'm being joined on the tiny stage tonight by singer-songwriter Stephanie James. How you doing? I'm great. We're excited to play some more songs. Yeah, you're sounding fantastic tonight. You mentioned we, so who is with you in studio? I'm here with Alex Olson. Hello, everybody. Hello. Thank you, John. Of course. Roasting Stephanie a little bit in there during the break. (laughs) (laughs) It's all a part of the banter. Exactly. It is. That's why we love each other here. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. So give yourself another introduction if you would. I'm a singer-songwriter from the Boston area. You know, some pop with some country. A little sass. A little bit of, actually a lot of, a lot of sass. A lot of sass. (laughs) A lot of sass. And I love to sing and write strong ballads and and some uplifting songs. So hopefully we'll hear a couple more here. Great. And share the website, the socials, all that good stuff. Yes, it'll be stephaniejamesmusic.com and then Stephanie James. Everywhere else, you know, Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere you want to find me on the internet. And uh, it's spelled with a P-H. And you've teased this a couple of times tonight, but the new projects. We've got a few new singles coming out and some music videos. I'm really excited. I haven't released anything since 2020, so it is definitely time. It's overdue. We can't wait. Let's do more stuff. What are we listening to next? This is another new one. Felt I could use a laugh. Let's hear it. We have Stephanie James with Alex on Keys, 95.9 WATD. It's all yours. I could use a laugh right now. I could use a real good cry I could use a big old fight When we wake up and it's alright I keep going on walks to clear my head I'm counting the clouds to get over the dread All the time I wasted Letting you in my bed My intuition always knows too much I was too distracted by your touch All I ever wanted was for this to be enough I could use a laugh right now I could use a real good cry I could use a big old fight When we wake up and it's all over I could use another 
nothing to lose or gain. I'm done daydreaming. I'm fixing my life. Won't miss your ego. Yeah, you could be so nice. Friendship I had to sacrifice. I can't be your vice. I love to be chased. You kept me so busy. I knew you'd never leave her. Yeah, you're so damn consistent. Why do you keep calling, telling me you miss me? I could use a laugh right now. I could use a real good cry. I could use a big old fight when we wake up and it's all. That was amazing. Stephanie James live on the tiny stage, WATD. Can you talk about that song? It started out as a song about just feeling kind of lonely during the pandemic a little bit. And then it ended up just, you know, being a reflection of, you know, past relationships or, or lack thereof, if, if you know what I'm saying. I do. Um, <laughs> so that's that's where that one kind of came from. And I really love the chorus. I started with that. Oh, I could use a laugh. That was the chorus. And I was really stuck in my head for a while. So I knew I had to keep working on it. And Alex sounded great on keyboard, too. Nice job, Ann. Thank you very much. I'm glad you mentioned chorus, too, because that's something I think over the last couple of years has kind of come and gone in music. And I think somebody even said a couple of years ago that the chorus is dead. How important is a strong chorus or a strong hook in your songwriting? When I'm writing, I just write and let it get out there. But when I go to edit songs. I really want the songs to feel strong. And there's so many techniques and and ways to make the song stronger. And people need a chorus. They need a good hook. They need something to hold on to, you know, when they, when they leave the room or if they, you know, they listen to the radio show and then an hour later, they're, you know, washing their dishes. You want them to almost have that stuck in their head, hopefully, and, and had an impact. And if the chorus, if some lyrics or something doesn't stick, then maybe it wasn't memorable enough or maybe the person wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Is there a secret to your songwriting on developing strong hooks and strong choruses? I would say that, you know, there are some rules, you know, the important of repetition, you know, the rule of three of having a, you know, a similar melody and then having some variations. You know, I tend to write choruses that are bigger and and use more range and versus the verse it's just trial and error you know i'll write a song and then i'll revisit it. i'll listen to it a week later and say you know we can make this stronger what if we try this and kind of just work through it so it can you know stay true to what i was writing and and matching the, the emotional context and just making it strong overall and you know something along those same lines too i know like miley cyrus and her song flowers is getting a lot of flack for this but not having a bridge Yeah, I think there's kind of a cop out, you know, a lot of artists are doing. I mean, I did it in one of my songs, you know, where you just kind of take the chorus and have it be soft or the verse and have it be soft and then it builds. I do love a good bridge, like Malibu, like I really love that bridge. 
Miley Cyrus also has a song called Malibu. It's like yes. a, it's like a rite of passage to write a is. song about Malibu. <laughs> if you spend time on the West Coast. Right. Yeah, that's what I would say about that. How do you think your songwriting has evolved from when you first started writing up until present day? You know, they say you need to write 100 songs to write one good one or 100 bad ones to write one good one. When I was younger, you know, middle school, high school, I was always writing poetry. And then it wasn't until I got to Berkeley when I started writing the music part of it. I just didn't believe in myself enough. I didn't think that I could do it. And then I realized, you know, I play piano. I can write songs. And I took some songwriting classes and I was encouraged and inspired by the people around me and and kept kept going. You mentioned Malibu just a few moments ago, and, and you were kind of hesitant to talk about how that song happened. Are there songs in your catalog that are still too personal to share? A little bit. A little bit, I would say. Yeah, and I, I think that the lyrics say almost too much that for me to explain, I feel like it's like overkill a little bit. No, that's totally understandable. <laughs> so when is a song ready for you to be shared live? Like when is it either finished enough or when is the emotion ready for you to release that to the world and share it? You know, I, I wouldn't say I'm a perfectionist. I'm definitely like a type B person, but there's definitely a few phases that I go through with the song. I usually will test the song out and, and share it with some friends and some other writers. I have a couple dear friends who are amazing writers and they will give me some edits and information and we'll kind of workshop them and I'll bring them to my band. I'll say, Alex, you know, what do you think? We'll play through it and maybe there'll be some things that can make some tweaks. And then, you know, when I bring the songs to the producer, they always have some input of, of some tweaks and things. So I'm always open to um, collaboration and, and just making the songs better. So Alex, I'm glad you're here for this too, because I'm going to bounce this off of you. How does working on the arrangements work with you and Stephanie? Oh, it's a lot of fun because Steph will bring something into a rehearsal. And oftentimes we really don't know, or rather she doesn't really know what to do with it. We're hearing it for the first time. Maybe we listened to a demo before, but a lot of the time it's like, all right, let's, let's make something happen. And everyone that plays regularly in the band, Toby, Ben, Linnell, they're all really fantastic musicians. And so often, the way that they improvise and the way the things that they just create in relation to the song end up sticking, whether it's Linnell playing a really excellent drum solo or rather drum fill that will start a song with, just these moments of serendipity always are really what end up creating the arrangement. That's amazing. Anything to add to that, Stephanie? This might answer one of your questions from earlier. I think before I was always attached to like, oh, this idea has to be perfect or it has to like be done this way. And now I'm just so much more open-minded to possibility. And when you're more open-minded, more creativity and things just flow. And I think that's really important for the process. Where would you like to take your songwriting and your music, say, if you're thinking ahead like five years from now? I want to be on every radio station, John. I want to make that happen. Sure. Yeah, let's do it on every radio station and all over the place. And I'd love to be touring the country, touring the world and, and just sharing the music. Definitely not about being famous, but being heard and, and sharing those stories. And I think about like people like Sarah Bareilles, who I really admire, and, and she's shaped a lot of my songwriting and, and being an influence to other young writers and everything. So bringing the good energy. That's great, because I think you have a message that needs to be heard. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's Stephanie James with Alex on Keys. Let's do more music. What are we listening to next? This is a fun one. I wrote this one with a friend in L.A., Colin Keller, and this one's called Poetry. This is, this is a nice love song, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear it. Stephanie James with Alex on Keys, 95.9 WATD. It's all yours.
nights and easy mornings We're hitting snooze, there's something about you You got me dancing in the kitchen And I know that I'm a fool for you I'm still getting butterflies Each and every time I look into your eyes For you're all I need Yeah, your love is poetry Yeah, getting used to being by your side Doesn't matter what we're doing day and night For you're all I need Yeah, your love is poetry Yeah Living like it's a movie We write the scenes with no rhyme or reason you catch me smiling every time when I remember that you're mine, all mine. You know I'm still getting butterflies each and every time I look into your eyes. Boy, you're all I need. Yeah, your love is poetry. Yeah, getting used to being by your side. Doesn't matter what we're doing day and night. Boy, you're all I need. Yeah, your love is poetry, yeah. You know I'm still getting butterflies Each and every time I look into your eyes Boy, you're all I need, yeah, your love is poetry, yeah, getting used to being by your side, doesn't matter what we're doing day and night, boy, you're all I need, yeah, your love is poetry, you know I'm still getting butterflies, each and every time I look into your eyes, boy, you're all I need, yeah, your love is poetry, yeah, getting used to being by your side. Doesn't matter what we're doing day and night Boy, you're all I need Yeah, your love is poetry Yeah Very cool, I like the vibrato on the keyboard there it sounded awesome Everyone loves a little manual vibrato at the end of a song <laughs> <laughs> Nice solo, Alex Very nice, great job Talk about that song, how did that song happen? I wrote that with a friend of mine, and uh, originally we were we were writing songs to pitch to artists, and uh, I think, you know, we had like Charlie Puth or somebody in mind, and then it didn't end up getting pitched, and I was like, I just want to sing this one, because I like it so much, so. I like it too. Yeah, thank you. Let's talk influences, speaking of Charlie Puth. Who, who did you grow up listening to? Who are you listening to today? I grew up listening to a lot of strong storytelling mostly female vocalists like especially like linda ronstadt you know aretha you know a lot of motown a lot of you know celine dion whitney maybe even some madonna that was kind of my mom's influence and then i was always really i loved christina aguilera i remember like trying to sing those riffs and at eight years old which is nearly impossible you know Vanessa Carlton and avril lavigne and 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 sarah Bareilles toward high school and then i would say now anything pop i mean on my on my drive here i was listening to one republic because it's just great songwriting and that was an influence what did you listen to alex well i think at least these days we probably listen to a lot of similar music we're both total pop nerds i am too 
Yeah, great. <laughs> Growing up, I was uh, I was raised by a jazz musician, and so I like to say that I had a very sheltered upbringing in that I didn't really listen to anything except like Dizzy Gillespie until I got to college. So when I heard people like Charlie Puth in college, it really kind of blew my mind. And since then, I've pursued that. Very cool. Okay, I got, this next question is one of my favorites, and I, I, I've, I've got a funny feeling you're going to have an amazing answer to this. Oh, no. <laughs> but you're, you're driving in the car. There's nobody with you. You put that one song up on your Spotify playlist that nobody knows you listen to, your ultimate guilty pleasure of all time. What is it? Okay. I know exactly what I'm going to say for this one. I love Timbaland's album Shock Value. Anything from that album it's like, you know, it's hip hop and there's strings in it. And I remember the movie Step Up. If anyone else remembers that, it was like the movie with Channing Tatum. Most of the songs were in the soundtrack and that just like puts me in a good mood. And it, I feel like it's a little <laughs> bit of a guilty pleasure. Cause it's like, but also Timbaland's an amazing producer. So I don't know if it's that bad. It's yeah. How about you, Alex? I don't have any guilty pleasures because I absolutely love heartless, soulless pop music. And so whenever I'm in that mood, my go-to is always TikTok by Kesha. Because as we had mentioned before, Bridges, that song has an awesome bridge. And I can't think of very many songs that set up the final, you know what, kicking chorus better than the bridge to TikTok. What's the song you wish you had written? Hmm. Anything that like Max Martin has written or, or uh, anything Sarah Bareilles. I mean, there are just so many great, great songs like... The pop songs. Yeah, even some Selena Gomez or, or Rihanna. Whoever wrote those songs. Iconic. How about you, Alex? I think Stephanie really hit the nail on the head when she said Max Martin. And for those listening that might not know, Max Martin is kind of the godfather, at least in my mind and in the minds of many other people, of modern pop music. He has had, I actually looked this up a couple years ago, 21 number one hits since 1999 That's with the great. writing of Hit Me Baby One More Time. That was all him. And he, uh, working with other writers and producers like Dr. Luke, have made just some of the best music ever. And to answer your question more directly, I wish I had written three by Britney Spears, written and produced by Max Martin. That song just has everything that a good song requires. Great How answer. Does that one go? I know I, I was told that uh, I couldn't use certain words on the radio uh, yes. and I think that song includes some of those words good a good, good answer. yes yes I, I'd like to keep my job so thank you I appreciate that let's do more of your music what are we listening to next this next one I actually uh, last month released a video Alex and I for NPR's tiny desk contest submission and it was kind of fun to film this one because we filmed it in my aunt's house and if anyone has seen the Tiny Desk videos, they have this really epic bookshelf behind them. And so we filmed it in the room where my aunt has a bookshelf. And it's funny because there's like a lot of pictures of family on there. I don't think this song needs much explanation because the words are just going to share it all. Let's hear it. We have Stephanie James with Alex Gone Keys, 95.9 WATD. We're on the tiny stage. Meditate, I manifest, but nothing's working out. I left LA, came back east, didn't make a sound. Packed up all my boxes, and I'm so embarrassed now. I still can't help this feeling that I'm letting myself down. 
Something so damn comforting in this familiar house The staircase creaks, the shower leaks I've memorized each sound Didn't think that I'd be back in my hometown I still can't help this feeling that I'm letting myself down But I'll figure it out Turn it around Stepping out now I'm not going down, 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 down. I'm breaking all the promises I made when I was young, like trying to be perfect, but I can't please everyone. I'm grateful that I'm broken, it's a roller coaster ride. I cry so much in therapy, I make it worth my time I can't compare and second guess, I'll take a million baby steps I'll do it different from the rest, oh yeah I'll figure it out, turn it around Stepping out now, I'm not going down, down, down Take a look around There's a quiet that surrounds me I remind myself to let it all go I can't keep holding back the sound Both feet on the ground Fantastic. Stephanie James with Alex on keys, 95.9 WATD. Great mic control, by the way. That was amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much. I know the mic is hot in here. I didn't want to blow your ears. <laughs> that sounded so great. So something that's been kind of very common in music over the last decade or so that's completely done a 180 from what it was before, and that's addressing mental health concerns in lyrics and people being open about things they're going through and things that affect other people. How does that work with you? You know, I've written a lot of songs about things that I've overcome. I've had anxiety my whole life. I've gone to therapy and I have done a lot of work and I think it's not linear and I think it's great that people are, you know, talking about mental health. It's a double-edged sword, though I feel like a lot of people just throw around the words anxiety and kind of use it in a way that's a little sensational and not genuine, you know, and I think that it's, it's a delicate subject for a lot of people. What message would you want somebody who is maybe struggling and, and going through their own difficulties in life, if they're interested in, in being open and sharing that information, what would you say to them? I mean, the pandemic and everything, I think a lot of us are, I don't want to say suffering, but there's been a lot of, you know, of after effects mentally for many of us. And I think a lot of people experience depression and anxiety and extreme loneliness for the first time. So it's, you know, more common. And I, I would say talk to people. It's really common. And I'm, I'm not a professional, but you should, you know, seek out therapy if that's something you're able to do. And 
in my life, I have a lot of tools that I use. So I know when I'm going to get anxious or, you know, start going to that depressed part of my life. And I, I know things to just kind of rein it back in. So it's really important. And just, you know, having a good support system. And if you don't have one, you know, you doing your best to be around people who are going to take care of you. Do you find that putting those feelings into lyrics helps? Definitely. Um, you know, there are a lot of songs that I wrote during the pandemic that will never see the light of day because they are so kind of dark and I don't, you know, they're kind of songs that I had written for me. You know, there, there are songs that I write that I'm like, this is for me. And these are songs that are for other people to hear and, and consume. So yeah, I, you know, it's so important to, you know, process your emotions. And that's definitely a way that I've done. So ever since I was a kid, I was always writing in my notebook, you know, poetry and, and all kinds of stuff. And that's kind of helped me a lot. Something that I've heard many, many times on this show is something you just mentioned is these songs aren't ready. These songs are just for me. Nobody's going to understand these. And a lot of times those are the songs that the bands play that are the most relatable, that somebody will say that song changed my life. Yeah, it's true. I think some of the songs I will say are a little self-deprecating. Some well, some of them can be a little whiny, you know, and I don't think that anyone wants to hear those ones. Do you, Alex? <laughs> I don't think so. No. (laughs) No, I sing enough songs about boys and being sad. You know, they say art's a reflection of life, so hopefully we get some good ones going on soon. (laughs) We have time for one more song from you. Does that work? That is great. All right, we'll do that after the break. You're listening to the almost famous Tiny Stage 95.9 WATD. Hey everyone, it's Miley Cyrus. Hi, this is Robbie Krieger from The Doors. Hey, hey, this is Lady Gaga. There are a lot of creators in the world today. Hi, this is Harry Styles. Hey, what's up? This is Avril Lavigne. But how do the creators you know learn about the creators from the underground? This is Brian Sansis. I'm Lainey Dion. We're Stormstress. Introducing Underground's Best Worldwide, run by Cape Cod's Ali Jason. Underground's Best? Underground's Best. Underscore Underground's. Underscore Best. Follow on Instagram today. And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. For the final time, welcome back to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. I'm John Shea, and we're being joined in studio tonight by Stephanie James. How you doing? I'm great. We've, we're having a blast in here. Thank you so much, John, for having My us. My pleasure. And give your keyboard player a shout out as well. Alex Olson, everybody. Where can people find you on online? Hi, everybody. Everyone can find me at Instagram.com slash Alex.Olson, and that's with an E-N. Like the Olsen twins. I'm still trying to find a relation. I have not found it yet. <laughs> you should just lie and be like, I'm their younger brother. <laughs> or a distant cousin. I don't think I want that. I want to be successful. I don't want to be famous. I do not want to be famous. That's true. But we're on the almost famous radio. Yes. So what are you going to do You're about getting that? There, yes. I do not want to get any more famous than this. Okay. For those who missed the first couple of uh, segments of the night here, if, uh, if somebody's just tuning in now, who is Stephanie James? Give yourself one final introduction. I am a singer-songwriter based in Boston, and I love music. I love belting it out on the stage and and writing and and making music with my friends, and I'm so happy to be here. And if you want to hear more, there's more online, stephaniejamesmusic.com, Stephanie James everywhere. Again, I mentioned I make really silly TikToks. Actually, they're not even silly. They're just TikToks. And, <laughs> they're good uh, TikToks. They're I have good. to cut you off anyways. They're good. They're good. I'm, you know, I'm always, I'm always like taking videos in rehearsal. I'm like, guys, just do what you're doing. They're making this for content. And yeah, anywhere online. I don't tweet a lot. I feel like Twitter is 
people don't really use Twitter. I don't no, know. No, especially recently, it's kind of fallen off the wayside. <laughs> yeah, plus like Elon Musk. Yeah. Ugh. So being a, a woman musician, how do you feel the music community is accepting, welcoming, and even safe for everyone? That's a great question. That's a really great question. Okay, I will say this. When I was younger, I thought that certain things were okay, being treated badly, being harassed, getting underpaid. I used to think that those things were normal. And then I have been fortunate enough to work with people who are incredibly respectful and kind. And those people are there. If you feel like you're in a bad situation, whether you're a female or not, and you feel like you're in an unsafe environment, get out of there and be around people who are good to be around. Because if you have a limited mindset and think that that is all there is, trust me, there are good people out there. So what do you think still needs to be done? You know, there aren't many female producers and engineers, and there definitely is a need for that. Absolutely. Um, I completely agree. And that's something I hear more and more often on the show is that it's not necessarily a bad thing to work with a male producer, especially if the environment is safe, which thankfully in most cases it is. But I think there's a different relationship and a different vibe when you're working with a woman producer. And I think there's going to be a whole different point of view. Totally. And and I love collaboration. And, you know, my album Unbreakable, I wanted the best people to play on it and to be involved. So I had a great producer, but I've got a friend, Simone Torres, who's an amazing vocal engineer and producer and singer. And so she did the vocal engineering. And then I had uh, Michelle Baptiste and Ellen play bass and drums, two other amazing female artists who are touring, one with Lizzo and one with Harry Styles. So there are amazing people out there. So I I'm, I'm, was glad to have women on that project. You touched on this just briefly before, but what advice would you share with an aspiring female musician looking to get their voice heard? You know, go out there and make opportunities and meet people and make friends. And I would say, you know, I'm really grateful to work with Alex because we get along really well. He's nodding his head. Yeah. (laughs) And we have a really great teamwork and you just need a few people that really help you and and believe in you and it's a it's a really great team effort to be in your corner totally and and this isn't just for like a young female but people need to work on your craft focus on the craft before you're trying to skip steps and make tiktoks and go on american idol like learn your craft and really work hard and people will see that and being professional great advice that's stephanie james the guest tonight on the tiny stage here on 95.9 WATD. we have time for one more song What are we closing out the night with? This last song is a really special song. This is the first song I wrote when I had moved to L.A. And it's on my album, Unbreakable. You can take a listen to that. I wrote this with a friend, Leif Weigel. And we were going through some very similar situations. And this song is all about growth and and doing things and getting through it and knowing you're going to come out on the other side. One final time, Stephanie James, thank you so much to both you and Alex. Safe travels back home and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much, John. Thank you. 95.9 WHD, the tiny stage is yours. Treading water since I got here. Heavy rocks in both of my hands. I'm still breathing, body moving, doing it cause I have to. In this ocean, I'm still hoping it ain't always gonna be this way. I love swimming, I love living, I'll get through it cause I have to. I see the shoreline, but I'm never arriving. I get so tired and the water keeps rising. Throw me 
your hands in my hair Won't you put me to bed Even though my body's aching From the rocks in both of my hands Even though I'm past my limit Limits change cause I have to Breathing heavy and I hear it It's so clear that I'm alive Feeling all this like I wanted Getting through it cause I have to I see the shoreline but I'm never arriving I get so tired and the water keeps rising Throw me a rope, cast me a line Can't you see I've been Nothing's gonna change, nothing's gonna change, nothing's gonna change until I do. Nothing's gonna change, nothing's gonna change, nothing's gonna change until I do. Nothing's gonna change, nothing's gonna change, nothing's gonna change. Throw me a rope, cast me a line. Can't you see I've been Nothing's gonna change till I do